0: For more, we join in the line now by our market analyst, Clive Rabati Bella. Good morning.
1: Hello. Nice of the morning to you again and to the rest of the listeners as well. Do we have the hope? Is it there? Can we do this?
0: It is there, but I was told by a friend of mine that I'm the one who jinxes it, so I ain't saying nothing. I'm not saying anything. I, I, I'm just leaving it. I'm taking it one game at a time, but after last okay. night, I'm feeling really positive about it all.
1: Very good. Lovely goals, by
0: the way. It was, and I saw your excitement there. You didn't get much sleep, uh, but 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 uh, <laughs> let's look at what the markets are doing. Asian markets, they subdued, and uh, that's because of the stronger dollar in overnight trade and upsetting most of the Asian currencies there, Clive?
1: They did, and, uh, and, and the dollar did start off in a very weak position. And then by close of uh, um, a wrap-up at close of business by, uh, in U.S. times, then we started seeing the strength of the dollar within its futures starting to take over and affect most of the European stocks, including the Asians as well. So what actually happened was, um, before, just before close of business, we started seeing the weaker dollar affecting uh, positively um, the, the, the Euro stocks, uh, including uh, the DAX as well. But then by the time the business closed, we started seeing the Asian markets fall out of favour. And that's when people start putting money back towards uh, the more developed markets. And so the only people actually that made a little bit of money um, were the Japanese stocks, which looked very, very strong. um, And also because of the export numbers that looked very strong as well. So what we started seeing um, is also in the Chinese front, we started seeing a number of those companies, what we call the small caps, doing relatively well, but then losing momentum as the dollar continued to strengthen throughout the trading trading session so it was very very difficult to read where the actual um uh, chinese stocks will end but they did end more in the negative than what we expected and so that's why the rest of the asian markets are still uh, feeling a little bit of the pressure and so they're still under uh, uh, uh they're still in the red so what we also saw as well which was quite interesting to see what was happening in hong kong those uh technology stocks that normally help uh, the stocks to actually keep on the rise and stay in the positive. They were also slightly affected. Um, you can look at the MSCI Asia Pacific, as we speak right now, sitting just below 0.58%. Mm. And um, the,
0: the, just looking at what the Chinese yuan is doing there, continues to slide despite the approval by the IMF. And uh, the Japanese yen, at least that's holding uh, firm there and helping export numbers.
1: It does. And, you know, what what is interesting about the yuan is that we we were expecting that there might be a slight bit of weakness, even despite that they've been accepted into the elite by the IMF or some one of the currencies to be utilized on the global scale. And what happens is that because still the yuan, despite being such a massive, massive currency, and it really is, you know, it does influence a lot of what happens specifically in the emerging markets. A lot of these emerging markets, because of their small-scale economic structures, what they tend to do is use the dollar rather than the yuan, even if China is the biggest trading partner in those particular countries. What that means simply is that they cannot afford to uh, transfer or to use um, the yuan as as a standard basis for their trade. And so what ends up happening is, despite the fact that they're dealing mostly with China, They haven't changed the rules of engagement in terms of what currency to utilize. They're still sticking to the guns with using the dollar as the most preferred currency. And that's why when the dollar strengthens slightly, these guys do get a little bit excited because they get cheaper yuan for it. But it doesn't affect the Chinese yuan at all in terms of uh, the domestic uh, um, uh, economy or the domestic uh, market because um, they don't see the benefits of utilising the, the dollar as an effective uh, trade uh, uh, currency. So that, that's really what that means, Akina. So it doesn't matter what the guys try and do with the yuan, until it starts picking up in a pace and starts being utilised a bit more, we'll still see it actually uh, decline in terms of uh, the utilisation because we still prefer the dollar rather than the yuan.
0: And what about our own Rand? Uh, because continues to be volatile uh, despite better performances on the JSE.
1: We we had a very uh, interesting day yesterday. At the JSE, you know, we had we had markets go up. I mean, we were up by 2.64%. Uh, if you look at the price, we're sitting at 49. 49- points, which normally, if you go up by 2.64%, everybody should be excited. But when we start going back and we remember the months like March and April, uh, where we were sitting at 54,000 points, and then, then you remember that, you know, actually we haven't done greatly at all. Uh, we've actually declined uh, nearly 6% uh, backwards. So um, markets were positive yesterday. Um, we did see some of the performances come through. Specifically in the industrial side and and the mining side as well, the resources did relatively well yesterday to sustain market volatility. But what what is interesting is that the rand has still not uh, uh, recovered completely. We saw it yesterday uh, at 15.23. uh, Others this morning, like you were saying, are sitting at 15 rand and seven cents against the US dollar. Still not convincing, though. Still not convincing. Uh, We need. I was hoping that we would break through. The 15 rand, just below the 15 rand mark uh, before the end of the year. I hope that is still going to be uh, my gift uh, for this year. But if we don't get there, I still wouldn't be surprised to see it a little bit stronger than 1507, maybe finishing at 1502, 1501, where we saw ourselves at the beginning of last week um, after the uh, change of the Ministry and uh, the Minister of Finance. So I'm hoping that that will happen. but. Some interesting news about about what's happening on the stock market. We were looking at the share of MTN as they continue to negotiate their <laughs> their fine, and now also not only do they fight for this fine, now they have to ask for another 124 million dollars to extend their license in the Ivory Coast. So more, more, more doom for MTN this year. I'm sure for me, this has been the stuff that's been spoken about mostly for the rest of the year.